This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm just loving the title. You don't need to sit on a cushion to be mindful. How good is that? And it's true. You don't need to sit on a cushion to be mindful. So I'm so excited for you to hear from the amazing Shaheen Najak today. She's an amazing mindfulness and meditation coach. And she's really all about getting past mindfulness as a buzzword, which it's definitely kind of become one. Um, she's that's, that's not where she's coming from. She's old school, and you're really going to love the way she teaches because she has this great way of, of simplifying things. And we're really going to be looking at what does it really mean to be mindful, and more importantly, what does that look like in real life? And maybe even more importantly for right now, what does that look like maybe during this holiday season? So Shaheen was one of our speakers at Make December Matter, and the conversation that is going to be this podcast, which actually isn't really a conversation, it's more of her talking, but we talk a bit at the beginning, or I introduce her, is from Make December Matter. So we are going to release to you two of those I think 16 or 17 talks that made up Make December Matter. I just want to show you how good and amazing the talks are. And each talk has some worksheet pages that go with it. So you can head on over to the show notes over on the plansimple.com website and find those worksheets. There's some great ones that really uh, support everything that Shaheen is saying when she when we get her on. So I highly recommend doing that. But I really just wanted you to be able to hear these conversations. I want you to hear all of them. In order to get all of them, you do at this point have to come upgrade. And what we've done is we've taken this two-day event and we've really thoughtfully cut it up into the individual talks. There's this 110-page magazine meets workbook that goes with it that has both some written content and lots of planning sheets for you. And the goal of it is to really get you all ready, ready for December and ready for 2023. And I'm so excited. So now that I know all the content before when I was talking about it, I didn't know what would happen. Now I know that it's amazing. I kind of had faith that it would be amazing. But I can now officially say it was amazing, and I highly, highly recommend going and grabbing it. And the idea is that by the time you go through these 16 sessions, which, you know, you could do one a day, you could just choose to do like three of them. But if you were to do 
a bunch of them, you would have planned out how you're going to eat for this month, how you might eat during the holidays. You're going to plan out holiday things like who you're giving gifts to, and you'll hear different strategies for how to do things like this differently. Um, Oh my gosh, one of the best, we had a great talk by Melissa Lance about um, how, how to meal plan, and everyone really loved that one. So there's just so many good conversations of how to look at things differently, how to look at what you're drinking differently. And then we couple that with how to really look at what this time might be filled with for yourself. So there's all sorts of practice, meditation practices, practices that you could do around breath work and how you're moving. And so there's lots of ideas to infuse into your holiday season, as well as lots of guidance on how to plan your holiday season. And the reason that I am so absolutely passionate about this work, about this event that we put on every year, is because I truly, truly, truly believe that if you can land in December and really practice. And one of the reasons that I'm releasing Shaheen's talk is because I think if you can really be mindful, if you can be present to all the things, to what you want in your family, to your own needs, to your own body, to how you want to wrap up the year with your work, if you can be really present and intentional and aligned about all of that, instead of you know, holiday parties that feel out of control, um, because you can still totally go to holiday parties and they don't have to be out of control, right? And we talk a lot about that within these sessions. Um, you know, not things don't have to be out of control. Spending doesn't have to be out of control. Kids don't have to get out of control. Uh, all the things that you think you have to do around the house, none of this has to be out of control. And a lot of it is this intense pressure we put on ourselves for everything to be perfect. And so this... These sessions are really about just letting all that go, letting all that down, letting our guard down, and really making a plan to show up how our heart most wants us to show up. And oh my gosh, you're going to be blown away, especially due to the fact that it's really not that much money. So what we've done is we've we've put all these sessions together so you can go grab it right now. You just go to makedecembermatter.com. It's right there. You can you can purchase it. You get all the sessions right away. And then between November 28th and December 6th, we will also have some live meetings. So I want to be able to coach you through any of the things as you're doing them. So there's a couple live coaching calls. I think there's two or three of them to be exact. And then there's also two or three get something done sessions. So these are 90-minute co-working sessions where you come on. You can use the time to actually watch the content, make your plan. Uh, You could come on and wrap presents. Um, But it's a way for you to feel supported and in good company as you step into some of this new way of being. And it's it's just going to be great. So you're going to be you're going to get the stuff, you're going to be still be supported. And then on December 6, we're working really hard to take all the planning sheets where we have all, I I have all the planning sheets that I've ever made for the new year planning. They're all over my office floor right now. And um we've over the course of the past few weeks, we've been looking at them and really upgrading them, deciding which things were the most impactful for people. So this is like, you know, six years of planning sheets. And sometimes they'll say like what the year is. So we just want it all to feel really updated and and juicy and great. So we're basically picking our 
best planning sheets. And we're packaging them up with um, videos that go with them so you can understand how to do them. So it's like the equivalent of Make December Matter, but it's about making next year matter. And so on December 6th, you'll have those because this is the reason that I do Make December Matter. The reason that I do Make December Matter is so that you have time in December to dream, to consider what you want your life to be like, to think about how you would show up to be your best self in the future and 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 now, right? And and what that looks like and to really have time to journal and plan and think and do all these magical things around life, around your business, around travel, family, all the different things. So that is that is why I do this. I do this so that you have time to do the thing that we're going to give you on December 6th. So it's a pretty amazing bundle of things. And I can't wait for us all to step into it. I so look forward to those days on the couch by the fire, hopefully after I've gotten outside and gotten some fresh air, even though it's freezing here, um, really being with who I want to become next. It's, it's my favorite time of year to do that. All right. I think that that is all I have to say about that. So remember, you can go to makedecembermatter.com. And then the only other thing that I have to say is that coming up, we are opening enrollment for Flow 365, which is our yearly program where we do all this on steroids for a whole year. No, where we really support women who really want to lean into their goals and want the support to dream about them, make the plan and follow through on the plan. That's what it is in a nutshell. And it's so good. And uh, it's like my favorite thing to show up for every single day. And I know that there's people out there who are ready to step in. So if that's you, just know that that's coming up. We have an enrollment period in December because we find that a lot of people like to know what they're doing, but also we have some great sessions happening in December. So if you step in during December enrollment, you basically get some weeks free. So I don't know why everybody who is considering it wouldn't do it then. And then in January, we open up enrollment again for a small window and then technically our our year starts on the 20th and we have so, oh my gosh, so many good things. In December, there's a lot of self-care stuff and a lot of um, planning next year space we're holding within Flow 365. And in January, the theme is decluttering, though we're always working on our own goals too, but I have these themes that are really being so fun to all be thinking about these, these certain topics one thing at a time. All right, that was a lot of info and not a lot of what you need to do next, but just, you know, know it's coming up, all right? And for right now, my my bet is on Make December Matter, so definitely go check that out. And with no further ado, let's get the amazing Shaheen on the show. And again, this is her talk from Make December Matter, so I'm going to introduce her and then she's going to talk. It's a little different than my normal conversations here on the podcast. Next up, we have an amazing person named Shaheen, who I'm looking at right now, <laughs> who also has books behind her. Hello, Shaheen. So um, we're going to have, Shaheen is going to share some things with us, and then Melissa Lance is going to come on and share some things with us, and then we're going to have a lunch break. And um, there's so much goodness today that 
I definitely am not as good of a time holder as usual. <laughs> and so here we are, we're a little bit late, but it's going to be great. And um, Shaheen, I'm just trying to think of how we came, like how we came to know each other. And it might be, and I might have literally searched on the internet <laughs> and found you, but then we've, we've had all these conversations and they've been amazing. And I'm, I, I, one of you came and taught, I think at, we hosted a camp, which is an experience much like this, but just in the summer, a few years ago. And I think that was the first time you taught and you, you just shared this, you know, what we keep talking about over these two days is how not to make all these amazing practices into more to do's. And the way that you taught how to sort of stack mindfulness practice together, I I remember to this day, even though I can't use the words to like explain it, but it really to me embodied that. So thank you. And I'm so, so grateful you're here. Thanks, Mia. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. I have been listening off and on popping in yesterday and, and I've been on today to listen to everybody. And I could, I swear I could listen to everybody for hours. And Juanika, you just lit me up. <laughs> Honest to God, I, I had a, a reading done a few years ago and I think um, all of my stuff was in Virgo and I'm, I know stuff wow. is not the right word, but so I'd love to get another reading done. So I will be looking you up. Um, welcome everybody. And I'm so honored to be here and honored that you were uh, spending your next 20 minutes with me and I'll try and stay on, on track with time. So about five years ago, if I had said the word mindfulness, there were some quizzical looks that came to me. Right. But now everywhere we turn, the word mindfulness comes up. So just put in the chat group if you have not heard the word mindfulness. And I'll wait two seconds, right? Everybody's heard it, right? Now, today what I'm, I want to talk about is just the definition of mindfulness. So if you think you know the definition of mindfulness, because that's our foundation. If you think you know the definition of mindfulness, just throw it in there with one, two or three words. Okay. And while you do that, I'll talk a little bit about it. It's become such a buzzword that people are actually getting tired of it. And there is, for example, I was scrolling through Instagram today being present to your reactions. Yes. Paying attention on purpose in the present moment. Yes. And I came across this um, from Moonology and it says, allow what didn't work to fall away so that you can move forward unencumbered. Okay. The other one from one of my mindfulness teachers, Jack Cornfield, he wrote, And as you feel the breath calm and steady, there will be all the other waves of experience, thoughts and images, sounds and sensations, so forth. Let them rise and fall like waves of the ocean around the breath and feel the breath in the middle of them all. So when I read this and I think, okay, if somebody is reading this, how do they do this? So being the Virgo that I am, I want to get into the detail, right? And I want to get into the practicalities. How can I really teach something that is so practical that even a five-year-old could get it? Okay. So that's, that's where I say is my genius zone that let's make it practical. Okay. How do we let go of the breath? Okay. So when we say what is mindfulness, 
being present to your reactions, yes, responding instead of reacting. There's a beautiful quote, quote by Viktor Frankl, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And within that space is a choice to respond. Mindfulness, and I'll give you the exact definition according to John Kabat-Zinn, also one of my teachers, is paying attention to this moment, right? So paying attention, being aware of this moment. And you notice throughout all the sessions that have happened yesterday and today, there's this thread, underlying thread of awareness that has been woven through it. Be aware of your body, be aware of your breath, check in with yourself, right? And then being aware, the second piece of that is without judgment, So many times we can be aware, but we notice our inner critic inside of us. Oh, my God, that was so dumb. Oh, my God, I'm so stupid. I did this, right? So being aware, but without judgment and with kindness. So there's a specific intentional quality to mindfulness, and that's without judgment and with kindness, right? Yes, without judgment. And it's so important for us because we are constantly in what I call a judgy mode. So we have a lot of opinions, right? We walk outside and we're like, oh my God, that truck is so noisy. So what I'd like, I'm going to leave you with four practices today, but this one, practice this one as well, in addition, because I'm like Juanica, I could talk about this for 24 hours. Doing what you love, you can talk about it for 24 hours. Notice how many times judgments pop up in your head. Oh, that didn't look good. Oh, the weather's bad. The weather's cold. This is bad. This is good, right? How many times are we constantly in judgment? Okay. So keep that in the back of your mind as you walk into the next few weeks. Okay. So I'm going to send you away and offer you four practices for the, for the coming weeks. And if you can even choose just one per week or one that you love and use it over and over again, you will notice that it starts to become a part of you. And really mindfulness is about the practice. Last month, we had an alumni teachers meeting with Joseph Goldstein. And he, he said, you know, when you're teaching mindfulness and meditation, Teach people to be in the body. And you'll notice that throughout these last two weeks, two days rather, there's been a lot about the body because we have the wisdom of the soma, the somatic wisdom, right? The body has knowledge and our body has more wisdom than, and our body takes in that wisdom before our brains and hearts flew into it. Right. So um, I think Julie earlier, this is your first practice. Julie talked about um, checking in with yourself. Right. So I was going to use that practice check in with yourself. And some of you put in, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm overwhelmed. Right. Those were the words that came through. Now, with mindfulness, what you want to do is look under the hood a little bit, get in there a little bit more. Where are you tired? Where in the body does tired sit? Where in the body does anxious sit? Once you get to know your body, your body will say, oh, my my back is kind of sore today. Hmm, wonder why. That's where that particular emotion might be sitting. So check in with yourself. And a few minutes later, when Julie asked you to check in with yourself, you, you notice some 
grounded words came through, right? So what shifted? So mindfulness is about paying attention. So what shifted for you? What did you do to shift it? Was it your thoughts and emotions that kind of fluttered away? Was it that you were paying mindful attention to your body? So what is it that shifted? So that's what we want to know. We want to know how do we pay attention, paying attention without judgment and paying attention with kindness. Okay, so that's the definition. The first practice is the checking in. Now, when we sit in conversations like this in meetings, it's easy to check in, right? Because somebody guides us to check in. So what I offer you is for the next day, two days, week, six weeks, check in with yourself as you're driving. Check in with yourself at the grocery store while you're at you know, standing in line in the grocery store, check in, how am I feeling right now? And as you do this, like consistently, you will be building a mindfulness practice, just moments. And it's really smart, right? Short moments of awareness repeated throughout the day, S-M-A-R-T, short moments of awareness repeated throughout the day. So just check in going, how does that feel? And you'll notice that from the words like, oh, I'm exhausted, you'll start checking in a little bit deeper. You'll start looking in under the hood, so to speak, right? Going, why am I exhausted? Am I exhausted in my body or is my brain going crazy? So There are four foundations to mindfulness. The first foundation is the body. And that's what we want to be aware of most. The very first foundation is the body because our body knows, right? So each of the next three practices that I will offer you are around the body, okay? So the second practice is building that cushion, right? Build that cushion throughout your day. And some might say, I don't have time for self-care. Fair enough, right? I've been running around. I've had, a, have had the flu. Sometimes we don't have time for that, but we do have time to build in that cushion. So, for example, if you're moving from one, one place to the next, from the grocery store to home, you sit in your car and you just feel your steering wheel and just feel it, feel it in the body. So you're taking that moment, you're building that cushion, right? Before you move on to the next task. I often get women telling me, I am so rushed throughout the day that by the time, by the end of the day, I don't, I don't even realize that I haven't had any water and I've got a headache, right? Our body's speaking to us. So build in that cushion as much as you can during the next six weeks. And that in itself will become a practice. So you're, what we're doing is we're building that little mindfulness practice. We're not sitting on the cushion. We don't need to sit on the cushion right now because our daily mindfulness practice, actually, when you're ready to sit on the cushion and meditate for 20 minutes or an hour, your daily mindfulness practice will scaffold your sitting practice. Okay. So what what I'm going to talk, what I'm talking about today is just your daily mindfulness practice, just being consistent with it. And it doesn't take a long time. It's quite simple. So before you, as we're buying our gifts for everybody in our lives and we're frantically buying everything, before you get to the cash register, take a moment. Do I really need this? Have I overbought? 
am I going to regret it later, right? I'm a firm believer in a regret-free life because as we get older, our moments matter. And that's why mindfulness matters, right? So the third practice is, as I said, I'm getting over a cold. Um, The third practice is be where your feet are right? Again, you're grounding yourself. Remember that root that we talked about earlier, right? Just be where your feet are. Curl your toes. You can teach this to kids. Just curl your toes. Feel the soles of your feet. Feel your heels on the floor. The reason we want to ground ourselves and be where our feet are is because oftentimes we are living in our heads, right? We're either living in the past or living in the future. And a lot of times if we're living in the past, right, we're, we're, we're kind of uh, ruminating. Oh, I wish I had said this. And we can't change the past. Or when we're living in the future, there's this, this sense of anxiety, right? So, and there's um, Mark Twain, I think, was the person who said uh, 80% of the things that I thought of never happened, Right. And that's what happens. Right. The other things happen. But if we're prepared and living in the moment, we can actually as things come our way, as those waves flow towards us, we can actually surf them. Okay, so we're just living in that moment. Curl your toes, be grounded and check in. Right. Remember that first practice check in. What am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? Right. This is a really powerful practice to teach our kids when um, I'm always telling my I have two daughters and I'm always telling them, you know, if they ask me something, I'll say, um, well, check in with your body, check in with your stomach. What do you feel? What do you feel like you want to do? And interestingly enough, you know how we model the behavior you want to see? Well, one time I had a volunteer opportunity and I was talking to my daughter, Sahara, and she's, I said, I don't know whether I should take it. And she turned to me as she was exiting the car, going to school. And she's like, mom, check in with yourself. What does your stomach say? Right? Powerful, right? So we just check in with ourselves. So we've talked about checking in consistently. And as you start practicing, you'll notice that your your awareness of self grows deeper and deeper. Your awareness of your body grows deeper and deeper. So first foundation of mindfulness is the body. And then the and then I've talked about be where your feet are, right? Build a cushion. And the fourth practice I find this one has been really powerful for people that I've spoken, I've uh, talked to them about, and that's sending this silent kindness. As you come across people, pick five random people during this come upcoming week, five random people a day, right? And I make an intention before I go out that I'm going to pick five to 10 people a day, depending on how I'm feeling. But Anybody who's crossing the street, somebody who cuts you off, somebody in a grocery store lineup, somebody you work with that, you know, you see them at a distance and you just send them a silent kindness. And I've written that um, on one of the pages there. 
if somebody cuts you off, may you get home safely. Can you imagine how powerful that would be if you said that out loud in the car while the kids were in the back and somebody cut you off? And instead of getting upset and angry and reacting, you're actually responding. Page 79. Thanks, Mia. And you're actually responding by may you get home safely. We have this ripple effect when we practice mindfulness out loud, right? If you see somebody smiling or laughing, may you always feel joy, right? When you see somebody maybe carrying, having a cane that's walking across the road, may you be healthy. Just simple little practices that we can speak out loud silently if we're if we're in the car alone but i like to say them out loud if i'm in the car or walking with my daughters because it just causes that ripple effect because what's going to be in her brain as she walks through her day right so those are the four practices okay now what i've also got in the in the workbook is the second foundation of mindfulness which i'd like you to take a little bit of time with and that is what trips you up? What ignites you? What do you react to, right? Oftentimes, there are one, two, three people in our lives. Hopefully, that's all there are. But we have people in our lives or something happens that really kind of trips us up, that ignites us. And if you write them down and then notice how often that happens, right? Because as as we're working through mindfulness of our emotions, what what are we reacting to? We can start unpacking and entangling this way of being, right? We notice a pattern through them and we can only break our patterns if we are aware of our patterns, right? To be aware of the emotions that we have that we're kind of fighting and fleeing against. So fight, flight, freeze, or even fawn. And I noticed, um, I think somebody else had floppy, but um, there's fawn too, right? The people pleasing aspect of it. How often do we do this? How often do we say yes, just because we don't want anybody to feel bad, right? Flop and fawn, yes. Um. Mary, yes, sorry. Um, when I hear a siren or fire or paramedics, I always say, I hope the person or people they are helping will be okay. Yes, yeah, it's that silent uh, silent practice. So the second part, so write down, if you have a moment, write down three things that really trigger you, that you always get ignited about, okay? And then... Check in with yourself and go, what is it? Look under the hood. Why do I get ignited about this? How often do I get ignited on this? Is this a pattern? If you met yourself today, is this a pattern that you would like to see in yourself? Okay. Now, you'll see another another piece, another paper there, and it's... um, closing your eyes and settling back and then taking a moment and seeing if you can recall three to five things from your past holidays 
that really made them special or even during the days what ma- what makes you feel special or what makes you feel cared for or what do you love and let's just take a moment to to think or bring up those feelings in us and you can write those down you'll notice as you start feeling those feelings, it's easier to feel the feelings that are the reactions, that are the ignition types of reactions, like the anger, the hurt, the getting just upset or frustrated, irritated. Those are easier to bring up. Now, what I'm going to offer to you and invite you to do is to bring up those feelings during the day that really settle you, that really ground you, that really make you feel like, I like being in this moment. We have the capacity to access both of those. Yes, one takes a little bit more work because we're not used to it. So with mindfulness, and I'm going to leave you with this because I'm aware of the time here, but with mindfulness, what happens is as you start practice and as you start building your practice, you'll be more able to access those feelings. We have the capacity to be able to access both which ones do you want to access? Which ones do you want to let go of and unravel, untangle, and then say, okay, yeah, you know, getting angry at this time was serving me. It doesn't serve me anymore. Which ones can you skillfully use to serve you going into the next six to eight weeks? Okay. Put your favorite practice of those four, checking in, being where your feet are, building a cushion, or silent kindness. Put your favorite one in the chat group. I'd love to see it. And throw in any questions. I'll be here for the rest of the day today. Thank you. And um, and with that, I will... Um, Yes. Oh my gosh, Shaheen, thank you so, so, so much. That was amazing. Um, I'm oh yes, see, you teach it so well in these steps. I love it. And I love silent um, kindness. And I will tell you why, because one of the things that actually comes up when I close my eyes and think of memories is that I really can't believe I'm still doing it because now I have three teenagers, but we always create this advent calendar, which is a piece of what we were doing yesterday and sort of figuring out one thing a day. And one of the things that I started, so I've been doing this for like, I don't know, 15 years now. <laughs> and so one of the things that I got better and better about was to really make them the things also focus on giving back rather than, you know, and it was not, we, we took away things pretty quickly and it was about experiences and it was a way for me to be like, okay, we're going to go by the tree today. We're going to have fun doing the wreath today. It was a, a way to present our whole family as we went. Um, but one year I was like, we have to give back. And so I started doing though outward things like I would go get a hundred dollars from the ATM and we would give $10 out as we were driving around town or, you know, to different people, or I would buy blankets and we would give those out to people we found as we were driving around town. But the thing is, is it ended up being this like whole to do. So I love that. I'm just like literally silent kindness is going to be like five of the days of this December. And that's what we're going to do because we can all walk out the door and do that. So thank you for that. Picking yeah. five random people. And and so I'm just going to add something and, and cushion it a little bit. 
by doing that silent kindness, notice what happens in your body, right? And that's what we want to take away and bring up that feeling that we feel in our body. And we want to feel more of that. And that's why it's so powerful. Amazing. So good. Thank you so much. All right. At the end of every episode, we always choose three doable changes. So you can take what you've heard and put it into action because action is where change comes from. But the thing that we find is a lot of the times, especially women, have these goals that feel really big. And so we pair that with the thought that the action has to be really big. But what I have found over and over again is that the little things really do add up. In fact, not only do they really add up, but the little things are usually what lead to big change. So I've seen this over and over again in my own life, and I've seen it with clients. The little things are really important. So we would love you to focus on one doable change every week so that at the end of a year, you have 50, 52 things that are part of your life or that you've tried and decided to discard. Hopefully not all 50 of them. So we always choose three from each episode so you can really pick the one that resonates most with you right now and lean into that one for a full week. And then if there's others that resonate with you, keep note and you can move on to them next. All right, here are the three from my conversation with Shaheen. Number one, create a practice of checking in with yourself. Throughout the day, ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? How does that feel? What does that feel like in my body? You can ask this anytime, when you first get up, while you wait in line at the grocery store, as you cook dinner, driving to an appointment. Each time you check in, you are building awareness and you're building your mindfulness practice. This is a big one. And as part of your doable change, if you feel like you're going to forget, you could set alarms on your phone or you could play a game like... Every time I get to a stoplight, I check in with myself, or every time before I leave the house, pick something that actually happens throughout the day in your life, and that could be a reminder that you can do this practice. All right, here's number two. Build a cushion. If you don't feel like you have 15 minutes for self-care, I love this strategy of building yourself a cushion. You can scatter them throughout the day. You can take a moment between tasks to feel your body. Maybe when you're sitting in your car or after grocery shopping, you could feel the steering wheel in your hands. You could stand outside with the sun on your face for a minute while you step out to get the mail. So you're just building cushions around the thing that you're doing And that becomes this beautiful new way of looking at self-care that will really nourish you. I love that one. Number three, send silent kindness. And spoiler alert, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a podcast about this one soon. I love this one. So pick five random people that you come across during the week and send them silent kindness. And what does this mean? Let's let's go over what this means. So hopefully you just heard Shaheen explain it, but we'll we'll boil it down here. So for example, if somebody cuts you off, send the thought, may you go home safely. 
If you see somebody laughing, send the thought, may you always have joy. You can say it in your head or you can say it out loud to model it for your kids. I love that one. I think we should all just try that one for a week, but more on that one soon. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. If you did love it, this is one of many talks that is part of Make December Matter. You should definitely go grab your bundle. You will not regret it. And I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, Share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.